Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that only posts cute pictures of kittens, puppies and women in bikinis. I am your master clickbaiter host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me today is a man who has been described as the ultimate honeypot. That's right, it's the hot tub twitcher himself, Mr. Dirty Dutrum. How are we, sir? I'm good. My leg is twitching as I'm scrubbing all the right places in my hot tub. (laughs) So bubbly. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You've been very active uh, on Twitch lately, doing lots and lots of stuff. How's that all going for you? Yeah, good. Basically, um, for anyone unaware, uh, Tuesday nights, Fuzzy, myself, uh, my brother Vanilla Gorilla, miscellaneous Papa Giuseppe, Iron Kermit, and potentially more join us to play uh, Formula One 2021 on Tuesday nights at 9pm. Uh, that's Melbourne, Sydney time. Um, but uh, any other time... Uh, any game that I do a future video review on on my channel, I stream it if I can. So, um, of course, games that I can't do, like Samurai Warriors 5 with embargoes and stuff like that, I can't stream it. But anything else I can stream, I can. Um, this week, uh, well, it's, it's going to be the game we're talking about this week, Fuzzy, because the beta reopens on Friday, which is today yes. for you listening. Back for blood. So I will be Twitch streaming that. If Fuzzy's online, if Ian's online, if Tom's online, we'll fuck it all at the same time and I'll Twitch stream it so we can all have a laugh and shit like that. So um yeah, that's 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 basically what my Twitch is for. It's not for it's not for hey, come support the show as I slowly take my bikini top off or write your name across my bosoms. Uh my bosoms uh, I have four of them so I can fit three names her bosom um but uh i'm, I'm kind of like a cow but yeah no it's just if you if you want to jam and hang out while we you know fuzzy and i fucking race and we chat some shit or uh, i think we're gonna do some snow runner at some point as well just oh yeah we're locked inside you know melbourne's in another fucking lockdown sydney's in a lockdown you know we can't hang out we can't have a beer at the pub or you know we you know because noob used to record at a pub you know we can't go into the studio to record nerd at incognito comics so it's like Let's fucking hang out. Let's have a virtual beer and fucking race cars or or pull each other out of the mud or shoot, you know, parasite-infected zombies. You know, let's let's hang out. And now you can join us if you want to. You don't have to, but the invitation's there. <laughs> I mean, if you want to. It's not, it's not mandatory. We just want to make that very clear. Unlike other things we do, this one is not mandatory. <laughs> Quite right. Quite right. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun doing that. It's uh, taking part in some of the uh, the streaming services. It's quite fun, especially on Tuesday nights, because there are no less than three of you. No, wait. Oh, four, four of you. Four of you who are streaming at the same time. <laughs> I, st- I still think we've got to get you on the on the on the on the listener community. So fellow communites, communites, that's the one. Communists, fellow commu- yes. yes. Fellow communists can uh, can watch <laughs> aboard on the shaken not nerd listener community. It's hilarious because I never know whether or not we're having a conversation or if you're having a conversation <laughs> yeah. with someone in your stream yep. um, or what the fuck is going on. And quite often there are four different conversations going on with people who are actually not part of the live talk. It's amazing. Um, so, yes, definitely check that out on Tuesday nights. Um, and watch me come in the last place as I crash out yet again. Now, that wasn't a crash out <laughs> due to you. Like, this wasn't a forgetting to break, looking at the chat, texting while driving a Formula One car. And uh, if you want to find out why, what happened to Fuzzy, well, you need to watch. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Look, let's get into some other hot news because there are a few pieces of news we wanted to get into this week. Um, first cab off the rank, um, Epic, the Epic Game Store. Duty, have you, uh, have you got epic installed yet uh i have it on my gaming laptop um but i do not have it on my actual big rig 
Well, look, I definitely recommend that you get it because they uh, each week they post up a couple of free games for everybody to try because they're trying to get people to use their service. Yeah, fair enough. Whatever. It's for free. Apparently now, though, they've come out with a report saying they have sunk no less than half a billion dollars into the Epic Game Store. $500 million uh, into it so far. And they don't expect to turn a profit until 2027. So they've still got another five and a half years of giving away free shit. So get on it now. <laughs> but mind you, that's also, uh, they also make a fuckload of money from Fortnite. Like, yes. Uh, with, yeah, somewhat recently, I went over to my brother's place for his nephew, for my nephew's birthday. Both of them were playing Fortnite at the same time. And Good for- God. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, like, they're fucking raptors, man. They're literally, like, the raptors from Jurassic Park. Like, <laughs> the nephew who's four who will, like, you know, play bait, being like, yeah, come get me, while the fucking others attack from the side. Like, it's 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 actually fucking impressive. But Clever they've, boys. They've, they've got the, the battle passes and the microtransactions, and my nephew, who's, like, fucking seven or eight, has, like, 30 or 40 different skins in Fortnite. Like, for, like that's just two kids. Like Fortnite makes a fuckload of money, so I don't think Epic are like, oh, woe us, we don't make enough money. You got Fortnite. Yeah, you got Ariana Grande doing live concerts in Fortnite. You're fine. <laughs> well, yes, they uh, they will eventually make a lot of money uh, on that. I'm sure. They, um, I don't think there's much on there that's been good lately. But hey, look, you know, free games galore and lots of cool content. So. Yeah, definitely check it out. I think if you're, um, I, I'm just using it for the free stuff to download because that's pretty amazing. And I now have probably around about 40 or 50 games in there that's all been for free. So, uh, yeah, definitely worth uh, developing your library that way. Um, yes, moving on to our next piece of news, though, and uh, other companies that have made a lot of money. Nintendo. Um, they have uh, sold officially 89 million units of the Switch console worldwide. That's impressive. Um, most impressive. Dead, most impressive. <laughs> but they're going to need to be most impressive because the, uh, the, the, the Switch killer, I think we're going to call it, um, the Steam Deck, um, I have to be very careful how I pronounce that. Um, yep. The Steam Deck uh, has uh, been had some early hands-on reviews and so far has seemed to be rather positive with their feedback. Um, so there are a lot of um, hands-on reviews that you can go and check out online. Um, a lot of the big games companies are definitely having a look at it and telling us what they think. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Tootie, but the actual, like, the footage of these people holding on to the um, the Steam Deck itself, this thing is massive. It's interesting, though, because, they're like, I've had a couple of people at work as well being like, hey, look, you know, are you, you going to get one? Because, you know, f- for the podcast and for YouTube and for blah, 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 and and for wasting money and upsetting your wife. But um, <laughs> the, the thing is... Is like like all games, like you know, technology grows and advances and all that sort of stuff like that. Where the Switch works so well because Nintendo Nintendo games are only available on it, like you know, like PlayStation. But PlayStation games are slowly coming to PC, but they're only available on those consoles. And Nintendo can make absolutely fantastic games with the console you know information and console hardware that they have. But yes, the Steam Deck is a portable Steam device. And yes. games will keep getting better and faster and better graphics, especially with PC graphics cards. And it's not it's not the same because Nintendo are making games deliberately for their hardware, where 
gamers like you know companies are making games for the new upgraded hardware and the steam deck will slowly either become obsolete or they'll just every six months they'll give us you know steam deck 2 steam deck 3 steam deck 4 with you know it's got a 3070 in it it's got a 3080 in it like it's 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 i don't think it's gonna work plus like they've already said it won't play rainbow six siege it won't play um overwatch it won't like it's so many games that it can't play like what's the point of it yeah, look, I mean, there there are a number of, like, indie titles that would be really great for it, but I, I can't see myself playing a AAA title on there. Um, but you can get indie yeah. titles on your Switch. Like, you can get, yeah, ha- like, Hades and fucking all that sort of stuff on your Switch. Like, what's the point? You could get it for slightly cheaper on the Steam Deck. Um, look, there, <laughs> there are a lot of, I think there are, like, yeah, emulators that they've said, yeah, you definitely will be able to play emulators on this. So you could get essentially all of those Nintendo games on there um, or other games that aren't actually out on any platform. Um, you know, just stuff that's on websites and things like that. So you can actually utilize it for things that are different from the um, the Nintendo Switch itself. You can play look- Subverse on the go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's it's going to be very interesting to how it plays out, but I think it's one of those things, if you already have a Switch, I don't really necessarily see a need for another portable device that, you know, when you've got others. So yeah, it could on. be a, a great piece of tech for somebody that doesn't have something like that already, doesn't have a portable gaming machine. I don't know. I, just think, I think portable gaming is a bit... It's it's going a little... Like, Nintendo owned that market, and we all know what happened last time someone tried to enter that market, i.e. PlayStation, and how well that went. So, yeah. I, I, it's a ballsy move. Look, I think the biggest problem that they had with, you know, your PS Vitas and your PSPs and stuff like that, I think they had the, the little mini-discs for a while. They were trying to bring yeah. a new tech in there, um, and then they went completely digital and didn't really have the stores and the libraries for it. I think that's a little bit different for Steam, um, specifically because there are so there's so much access to games already that are specifically designed for those kinds of things. Hmm. So I think there's, they've they've got a good base to start from. Um, but yes, it will be very interesting to see how that happens. But yes, like I said, check them out, check out some of these videos. Just to like they some of them go for like sort of twenty thirty minutes. They go into all the details about how heavy it feels, um, you know, how all the controls work, you know, what the gameplay stuffs like, whether or not it heats up. Which is a big thing with uh, some of the graphics intensive games on the Switch. So, yeah, definitely going to be an interesting one. I like it. Ooh. Uh, speaking of other things I like, Deathloop has gone gold. Woohoo! Um, so, for those of you who don't know what go- going gold means, it's basically when they pass all of the uh, quality standards across all of the different platforms, uh, meaning that it's uh, ready to go out. So,. Yes, they are, they are well ahead of the curve. They are not um, due for release until the 14th of September, I do believe. Um, but yes, check that out when it comes out. I think we'll be doing a review of that at some stage on the podcast. Um, that's coming out on, I believe, the PS5 and the PC at this stage. Yes. So it's console exclusive, but not platform exclusive, if that makes sense. Yep, yep. So when uh, when Deathloop does come out, we'll, we'll both be covering it uh, from a PC and PlayStation 5 perspective. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I have been playing a little bit... Um, of uh, some of the like the, the first person shooter style type style games in that oeuvre um, and it's uh, they are quite a lot of fun I think you can definitely have look I, I think you'll definitely have a good time playing this game because it's you're throwing in lots of different elements the assassin elements the guns things going on the time loops I think it'll be quite cool it's an interesting concept that's uh, 
it's like Evolve. Great idea on paper. Will it will it pay off cotton? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I really enjoyed Evolve. I'm just really sad that that didn't that didn't catch up. It's, uh, like- it's a great idea on paper. I think its execution could have been done better. And uh, apparently went to a free-to-play model. And then second year into its free-to-play model, it actually got quite popular. And then because it wasn't actually making any profit from it, I think they just turned the service flat off. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, it's kind of like your favorite game, um, that one with the the serial killer, and like you know, the the people chase the get chased by the serial killer. Dead by Daylight. What's that one? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's, it's the same still, thing, but with the monster. Going. We just had the Resident Evil DLC for it. It's oh, very Lord. popular. Uh, there's a there's a Twitch streamer, Sunny. She uh, does a lot of Dead by Daylight streaming. She raised four thousand dollars for charity for De- with Dead by Daylight streaming. It's fucking insane. Good. God, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a lot Dead of money. Dead is massive compared to Evolve. I, I just can't believe it. Evolve was ahead of its time. Um, <laughs> so, yes, uh, yeah, there, there's, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we go. Um, but, yes, Deathloop coming out 14th of September. Stay tuned for all of that. Uh, but, Denny, we do have a sponsor for this show. They are Culture Shock Collectibles. They are your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Have you seen what's going on on the CultureShockCollectibles.com store? Oh, yes, I have, Fuzzy. My favourite oh, comic yes. book is getting fucking action figures, and while I am heavily contemplating getting the entire series, there is one that I'm definitely fucking getting. It is the Ninja Turtles crossover with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We have the Turtles as Power Rangers as figures, so you get two figures per box. They're about $95 to $99 per box, uh, so you'll get, you know... Uh, Leonardo and Donatello, both as their respective ranges and stuff like that. But the one that I'm king of, the one that I'm getting, the one that I'm the most excited for is... Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey. That is correct. <laughs> also, uh, it, and it comes with little parts from that if you buy all of the sets, it makes a king shark. And nom noms means good times. <laughs> um, no, but it's the green. It's the Green Ranger Shredder. So it's Shredder as the Green Ranger, and it is. It's it's a great idea in this in the comic book. It's a great looking figure. And it comes with some swap out parts as well. Um, but yeah, there's also um, up for pre order coming up soon is the Power Pose Hot Toy. Uh, for people who don't know what that is, it's basically a statue. It doesn't really move. Its arms will like move up and down, but that's really it. You can't move the legs and the head and the torso and shit. Uh, for King Shark, um, so it looks like Hot Toys are starting to move into the uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, figure range and um, yes we do have the um, the McFarlane toys spawn toys and DC toys and suicide squad toys it's a toy galore day it's it's toys it is toy galore and uh, look did you see the spoilers well there are spoilers for the uh, the upcoming Ghostbusters afterlife movie did you see that one there are there are toys for that and while yep. I am very excited for this film I did slam my head against the table when I saw a kid's name was called podcast uh good lord um yes yeah, so they're they're in there but they they do show the uh the elderly ghostbusters uh making an appearance in their ghostbusters gear so spoiler alert for that one i mean there, there have been instances where toys somewhat you know appear to spoil movies and they yeah. don't happen at all like the big one was um was Funko back in what 2016 uh, released uh, the uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron Funkos, right? Yeah, you know, fucking Captain America. Rah, rah, rah. But they made a Grey Hulk Funko, and they 
put the uh, they put the advertising in you know issues of comic books and stuff like that like get your avengers funko pops for rage of ultron and the trailers were coming out and people went holy shit there's going to be gray hulk in age of ultron and marvel actually pulled the comics off the shelves and shredded them because they you know it was like it's spoiling a, a key part of the movie and there was no gray hulk in age of ultron so mm, like, maybe they took it out of, and, and yeah it's, it's, it's interesting i like that they could have changed the story for the movie based on that feedback though that's yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Like who, who fucking knows? I mean, and changing some guy from like grey to green is probably not that hard. Uh, <laughs> no, but like the box said grey Hulk. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. that was the shtick. Interesting. Mm. Yes. Well, yeah, that may be a spoiler. It may not be. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? It is Ghostbusters Afterlife at some point. But yes, you can check them out now at uh, CultureShockCollectibles.com. They have everything from Harley Quinn to Green Ranger Shredder to Azrael <laughs> Batman. So there's lots of stuff that you can check out uh, yeah. on the uh, website. On At 8.30 tonight, if you're listening to this today on Friday, so 8.30 on Instagram, uh, Michael from Culture Shock Collectibles is doing a live Q&A, let's chat comics, let's chat collectibles, figurines, everything with myself. Um, so if you want to get a more that, 8.30 on Instagram. Yes. Indeed. Excellent. There we go. All right, Duty, let's move into it. Let's do it, buddy. It is uh, the game that we're here to talk about this week. It is the the very, very interesting Back for Blood. Uh, that is the number four uh, Blood uh, beta that we played. Um, this was, this is the, the sequel, the, uh, the, the, I don't know, the son of Left 4 Dead. Um, they really like using the numbers uh, four in their titles. Yeah. So yes, we had a we had a good play of this. We got access to this last week, um, and yeah, had a had a good playthrough. And we're gonna let you know how we feel about it. Yeah. So um, thanks to to Kosh Media as well as Warner Brothers Games uh, Australia for providing us codes uh, to to play this. That the, you know the closed beta. Um, it is uh, made by Turtle Rock Studios. Now, Turtle Rock Studios did, of course, do the aforementioned Evolve, um, but they did the original Left 4 Dead series, and Left 4 Dead is now owned by Valve. Um, so they can't keep working on Left 4 Dead. Uh, it is an interesting thing, though, because Left 4 Dead was made by Turtle Rock Studios, but none of the original devs, I believe, who made Left 4 Dead are working on Back 4 Blood. Um, okay. Um, so it's it's a little interesting in that regard, but yes, it, it's done by the same studio, if you will, from the Left Dead guys. Um, it's back four blood, as Fuzzy said. The four is a four. Um, it is a spiritual successor, if you will, to uh, Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead is zombies, uh, and back four blood is parasites infecting people, making them into shambling creatures, and some they're, might call them zombies. <laughs> fucking zombies. They're completely zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the difference is like Left 4 Dead is is. More, yeah, traditional zombies, if you will. We're back for blood. It's got some like grotesque characters and like a little bit like that Last of Us styling with like the bloating heads and all that sort of stuff like that. Um, it's your first person, you know, four player co-op where, you know, you go from one side of a map to another to go to a safe room and you have to avoid, uh, you have to do certain missions and certain things and all that sort of stuff, just like you do in Left 4 Dead. Um, but it's a bit more modernized as you can now aim down sites where you couldn't do that in Left 4 Dead. You can now add weapon attachments very much like Apex Legends and fucking Call of Duty Warzone where you can see a scope and attach it to your gun and all that sort of stuff like that. Um, it's it's very much a, I wouldn't say generic, but it is a modern standard shooter that's got the Left 4 Dead framework in it. Um, so much so that they have, you know, special zombies that, you know, one of them throws up on you and explodes when you kill it, calling more zombies to you. One of them is a giant ogre that 
is more of a boss than a special zombie, which is which is I think is a very cool thing they've done here. Um, you still get to pick different characters, and the characters now have special abilities. Where in Left 4 Dead, they it was just a skin and voiceover. That was really it. Um, it's 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 modern Left 4 Dead um, on running on you know consoles. What twelve years later, and all PCs twelve years later. So it's 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 interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's um, it's it's taken a lot from other games. You said, you know, you mentioned Call of Duty in there. Like, it's definitely cribbed some notes, let's say, very heavily from those games. Um, and, look, I, I enjoyed Left 4 Dead. I've enjoyed this slightly more because mm-hmm. I think it's learnt those lessons and, gr- and there's a much more grown-up version of those types of games. So I think it's quite fun. Um, it definitely leans into the, uh, the squad play, though. So there's uh, four-play squads. Um, if you can't find enough people for the squads, they will fill it out with either bots or other randos. Crossplay um, randos and, as well. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, the the bots can be interesting. They I, I originally started praising them, going, hey, they're pretty good. And then they ended up doing stupid things all the time. Um, <laughs> so that wasn't uh, wasn't as good as I thought it would be. But, um, yeah, look, I, th- I think it's really been really interesting. I feel there are only really, like two different sort of mission types in this game and for the most part it, it's it's just get from a to b and and get there safely i think the only other real really different mission was that uh the one with the boat where you set explosives and you know cover your path and that kind of thing which was kind of fun um but yeah it's just look yeah it, it never feels it's one of those games that you when you sit at it yeah sort of standard difficulty it never feels out of your hands but as soon as you ramp it up to that next level and even that top tier of of difficulty wow it gets difficult it gets so much harder the zombies get faster there's more of them it's just yeah it's it's a very interesting scaling system for the games as well yeah, the the difficulty is a big thing because you play playing on you know easy or I think it's Survivor if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, is it's 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 doesn't necessarily require much teamwork, but it is a bit of fun chaoticness where it's one of the depending on the game it depends on the game the game style. Where if you're playing it on easy, you can simply just switch your brain off. You can chat with your friends and you can have a beer and have a bit of a love uh, love have a bit of a laugh and have a bit of fun and all that sort of stuff like that. Putting it on medium, it is the same enemy uh, damage and output and all that sort of stuff, but the friendly fire is increased by thirty to forty percent. Um, so you need to be a little bit more careful if you if a teammate runs in front of you or what weapons and loadouts and stuff like that you have. Where yeah. the hardest game mode is nigh impossible because you need to coordinate who's got who's playing as what character, what loadouts they have, what cards they have. There is a card system in this game, which at first I went, not another fucking card system. But then yeah. after looking at it and and spending five to ten minutes just figuring out the screen and what the cards do, I went, I don't mind it. I don't. It's, I don't it's, like it, but I. It's I, severely I okay. It's severely yeah. okay. Like I, d- I just don't see any need for it whatsoever. I don't think it adds any value to it. I think they're they're trying to add something in there so it's like a little bit of a. You, there'll be microtransactions so you can get like fucking ultimate cards and stuff like that. Yeah, I, that's, I just that's don't what I'm concerned I, about. Yeah, if they're if they're going to be like, well, we're going to add microtransactions for cards because if you don't add microtransactions it's a completely fine system and it's all it's all self-reward and it's it's pretty straightforward but if it's you get some kid who comes in and gets his mum and dad's credit card or whatever and spends three thousand dollars on cards then you know he, he or she is going to be able to do the hardest mode no problem because they'll have mm. you know 200 percent ammo capacity and all that sort of stuff like that 
But I, I honestly didn't mind the card system. At first, I just went, I hate card system in games. They did it in Gears of War. They do it in Call of Duty. They do it in heaps of stupid fucking things. But here, it is, it's just like you, you have 15 cards to choose from in your deck and whatever the card, and you can choose the order of your deck and whatever the card is on top is the perk you start with. Then when you go from safe house to safe house, basically daisy chaining through the mission you get you know another card from your deck that you get to choose from and it can be like 30 percent ammo capacity it can be uh, reloading speed increased by 20 percent. all this sort mm. of stuff like that but then the game adds its own deck into the level to actually make it harder for you so yeah. it's like yeah you get to pick 20 percent, you know reload speed but the game will go okay you've picked that we as the game have picked for everyone a hindrance which is going to be Every door is a security door, and if you open them, security alarms go off, and it causes a horde to come to your come to that attention. So you sit there, yeah. okay, cool. Well, I need to be careful. I can't just randomly start opening doors. I need to let the zombies break down the doors in order for me to go through it. Otherwise, I call call the zombies to me, or we cover yeah. the entire area in mist so you can't see anything, and it makes it harder to spot what's coming. Um, so I, I kind of liked that. Um, but as a beta, like this time last year, Fuzzy, we were playing the Avengers beta. Um, yeah. We all know how that went. Um, <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and for a beta, this, this is, it runs fine. Like there's a couple of small things here or there, but like it's nothing like characters aren't loading, characters not jumping, Hulk is flying through the sky, whatever it might be. Like this ran smoothly on the PC for me. Like yeah. small, minute things here and there that would just... Even if it was, this is how the game is as it launches, I'm like, that's patched out in a day or two and it's not game-breaking, it's kind of funny. But Yeah. Yeah, another thing as well, I don't think we we tried it together, but the versus mode isn't the versus mode from Left 4 Dead, where Left 4 Dead versus mode was the humans would go about continuing, you know, doing missions exactly like they would in the single, or in the co-op campaign sort of together. You know, go to point A, point B, fucking checkpoints, right, right. But... The enemy players or the zombie players would play a special infected and just try to stop them and kill them. That's basically all Left 4 Dead versus was. Where this is, it's a little battle royale esque where it's the four humans and four special zombie characters. The humans have to survive for as long as they can, while a a fucking circle zone slowly starts shrinking in. And if they if the humans die in three minutes and twenty seconds, then you swap teams and then you have to see if you can beat that time. That's yeah. the versus mode. I sort of hope we get the traditional sort of yeah, the the zombie the special zombies have to try and stop the the campaign from progressing sort of thing because this versus mode is very quick and it's it's it feels like one of those things like after ten or twenty minutes you're going to get over it and just go back to the co op stuff. But um, yeah, well, well, you know, you've already said Fuzz that you're enjoying this more than Left 4 Dead. What are you enjoying more about Back for Blood's open beta? Uh, look, it seemed to, for the most part, the main game uh, play seemed to be a little bit more fluid. It feels a little bit more natural. Aside from the uh, the card system in here, um, I, I do like the elements of being able to upgrade your individual weapons, like the the choices that you have where you, know, you find weapons in the open world and you can upgrade you know, throughout. I think that's quite fun. I would It would be nice to be able to have like... Um, 
like set up weapons so you go in and you purchase your favorite weapon but the game sort of really pushes you to try different styles of of things that are going on so it only gives you a very select group of options to choose from um so that can be both frustrating and, and and like i think it's it's good early on while you're still discovering the game and learning the bits and pieces but i think later on it'll be really frustrating when you you know you want to play in a certain style and you get fewer and fewer of those options so yeah i think that's uh yeah there, there's some good things and some bad things about it i think the um overall the the level designs have been very straightforward I would like to see a lot more variety of them. Hopefully they will expand that on launch. So we've only just really got a taste for what's going on. Uh, and they explore to different areas because they seem to be fairly, you know, stock standard. Um, so it'd be nice to see some more varieties of level types and also mission types within the game. Um, not just point A to point B, but more of a, you know, hey, you must defend this house for the next, you know, five minutes or, hey, you've got to go rescue somebody or, you know, that, that kind of thing. Like, those kinds of things would be a little bit more interesting in the game and give it a little bit more longevity. I, I played a little bit of that versus mode. Not for me. Absolutely not. Yeah. So it's it's kind of forced me into just like the standard multiplayer, what they call campaign modes. Um, and yeah, they, they, they are probably where you're going to have the most fun. Um, like you said, they're, they're, like as a game, like as far as it's uh, like a complete game at this stage, it's really, really good. We've ha- we've had seen a lot of people um, play the uh, the closed beta. It's gone to open beta today. Um, yeah, I think there's been a, a bunch of people playing it as well. Like there's like um, successive users that they uh, they track through the Steam uh, accounts. And there's been really, really high numbers. I think probably one of the most well-received betas um, in recent memory. So I think that's been pretty cool to to see that come through. Yeah, and it's it's also what um what they're doing for you know if you want to play. I think the open beta starts today, Friday the thirteenth. That um, is correct. But if you wanted to play it when it was closed, is you watched people play it at least for an hour on Twitch, and then if you had your Warner Brothers account linked with your Twitch account, you would then get a copy to you know to play with you know play with your friends or whatever it was. Um, I think the one thing that I I, I think has has been a really interesting mechanic because like I, I went back and played some Left 4 Dead this week. Sorry. Are you going to refer to the part where the zombies say the N-word? Is that the most yeah. interesting mechanic? <laughs> no, no. Warner Brothers games did come out and say that is an error of two simultaneous zombie uh, dialogue things playing at the same time, and that's what caused it, because I'm not going to repeat it, but I'm sure you can find out what happened. <laughs> but um, anyways, um, was... I went back and played some Left 4 Dead uh, this week just to yeah. just to do a bit of a comparison as well. And the mission structures are basically the same. It's it's you know blow this up or refuel the car or whatever it might be. And it's it there's nothing wrong with that gameplay style. But what this adds that Left 4 Dead didn't necessarily have is it's not a microtransaction, but it's this currency called copper that you go out and you find in missions. Uh, it can be like you know on a bedside table or in a suitcase or inside a car or whatever. When you're in your safe rooms, there is a giant container that you can use to purchase things. So you can buy a new gun, new attachments, you can refill your med kits, refill your health, buy perks for the whole team, whatever it might be, using this currency called copper. But you don't find copper just by beelining it straight to the objective. You need to yeah. branch out and look into different rooms and stuff like that. 
I think that works really well for this compared to Left 4 Dead because with Left 4 Dead is you could just beeline it straight to the objective room and if you looked around, you might find a special weapon here or there. Well, this time you'll find a special weapon at here or there. You will find copper for the, the team's currency to purchase new upgrades and stuff, but it also leaves team members more vulnerable because if you've got three of them just walking forward and going towards the mission and one of them goes, hang on, you guys keep going ahead. I'm going to check this room out you could get fucked up by a special zombie. And that's yeah. what I kind of like that they've done. The special zombies, though, aren't really special. They, they're, There's two fat ones. One of them charges at you, and if you shoot them, they explode. The other one throws up at you. If you shoot them, they explode. There's a spitter that will just do damage from you from range, and then there's another spitter who will lock you in place, and then there's two like big heavy brutes. One of them will just slam their fist around. The other will pick you up and squeeze you. And that's the probably the biggest problem I had playing with this, both with yourself and with a different crew of friends, was when a fat zombie was coming up, we were going, it's a boomer. And they're not called boomers in this. Boomers are what they were in Left 4 Dead. When there's a spitter coming up, they're not called spitters in this, but they are in Left 4 Dead. They're called hawkers in this. Yeah. And it's like, create new, completely new special zombie enemies. The only one we got that is completely new, at least in my opinion, is the ogre. And it is this huge, giant monster that actually comes out of the ground and throws, like, giant pus balls at you and has all these weak points and has a giant health bar. I'm, like, I'm sitting there going, this is new, this is fresh. But all yeah. the other zombie variants are just reha rehashes from the original you know, Left 4 Dead series, where we, we don't even necessarily have a witch, at least not in the beta. We have birds. It's just a flock of birds that just hang out, and if you get near the birds or shoot the birds, the birds fly off. I think they're special birds because they all have, like, glowing eyes, and they alert a horde. Like, yeah. where previously, when you're playing Left 4 Dead, you had that eerie, creepy music of the witch and a, and a girl crying, and you'd be like, okay, there's a person who needs help, and you go, that's not a girl, that's a witch, and they were just overpowered to shit. Like, it... They they need to do something more special. Maybe that's what we're going to get in the full game. Maybe they only gave us a little tease here in the multiplayer in, in the in the beta. Sorry, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that we get just something that blows us out of the water for special stuff. Yeah, uh, look, I, I do find the birds mechanic really interesting because it's you know you're, you're running around this town blowing things up and shooting things with guns, but if you if you don't shoot near the birds, they won't move. Um, <laughs> so it just seems that's a true. little bit yeah. odd, you know. Like the zombies that should be coming uh, if all of that's going on. So yeah, there's yeah some really interesting sort of little mechanics within there that might need a bit of fixing up. And I think you're right with like um, enemy type, like enemy variety. It would be nice to see more of it um, because at the moment it doesn't feel like there's a lot of variety to the enemy types um yeah they they've probably cribbed a, a bunch of notes from their own um you know game in the past with left for dead and they're pretty much just using the, the same kinds of characters but you know at the same time i think that's that's totally fine they just need to show a bit more variety to the enemy type the mission type those types of things will definitely make the game a little bit more interesting maybe we'll see that on launch maybe we will maybe we won't who's, who's to know but um at this stage i think those are, are things that sort of stand out having only played sort of maybe sort of four or five hours at this stage um like you know there's yeah you're, you're starting to hit walls early on on um replayability yeah, yeah, I got uh, 11 hours in, 11, 12 hours, and it is only the same. It, I, I, I would think it is two missions, but they've just linked them together because one of them yeah. ends with a, with a ferry exploding, the other ends with a mine exploding, 
And I'm sitting there going, don't get me wrong, it's great and it's fun, but after 11 hours, you are doing the same environments. And, and the environments are varied. I will give them that. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's it's. I'm interested to play this again today with the open beta coming out um, because uh, Ian's going to get on it. Well, we're going to tee up with, with you know the four of us, and I want to get Tom and Ian's initial thoughts and reactions of what's going on to them and if they're picking it up or if they're liking it or whatever because that's the best time. That's the best thing about these games is seeing someone's initial reactions and impressions because they're going, I fucking love this, or they're going, I fucking hate this. And yeah. if they love it, they're going to keep going with it and they're going to take a look at it. And this is a Game Pass release on day one for both console and PC as well. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm... I'm I had fun with it. There are some small, there are some things here and there that I, I would change over. But for an impressions, I'm I'm looking forward to October thirteenth. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it'll be good to see this go live. And I mean, we're seeing this kind of quality now in you know, mid August when they still have two months before they're going to drop the game proper. So I think that that's pretty amazing that it is this good already, um, and will only get better. Considering I, I had a, had a look at the numbers, they had nearly a hundred thousand active simultaneous players at one point um, during the closed beta. So a lot of people got access to it. A lot of people were playing it. All at the same time, servers are holding up. It lo- it's looking good um, at this uh, at this point of the uh, the development. So, yeah, full credit to them. It's it's a, a solid game. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, not not much too long to wait, but uh, coming up soon, Fuzzy. In, in about sixteen ish days, we have Alien Fire Team. Oh yeah, There's, there was new trailers for that out today, which were pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Very excited to play that. Now that was on that one's only three per team, isn't it? That is only a, it's only a three player game, yeah, yep. But, yeah. But uh, apparently, I, I, it is impossible to play solo. Yeah, that's that's what you're telling us the other day. It sounds like it's pretty hectic. So this one, I think it, it works well because you do have the bots that come in to fill out your teams if you're on your own or you can or people drop out. So that's yeah. great. Um, I think that's really fun. But within Aliens Fire Team, it is very much you have to play with other players, don't you? Yeah, I believe I don't believe there's any bots, so it's mm. going to be quite uh, quite hard. Yeah, so um, yeah, they, they had a trailer drop. I think even just recently, like possibly even today, um, that that was was pretty fun. So I'd uh, definitely recommend checking out some of the gameplay footage for that. Um, yeah, it's it looks wicked. I can't wait. <laughs> not too not too long now. More games coming out. We're starting to get towards the end of the year with some of the cool uh, interview releases. Yes, absolutely. I think there was um, there was a release this week that I might check out of the new DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, yes, called the, the Siege. Siege of Paris. Yeah, yes. it kind of looks like just the same thing, <laughs> but you do get uh, one of the main weapons is a scythe, so you can get a big scythe and just and know, a single handed sword. Yes, that could be fun. Um, so yeah, so hopefully that might change things up. But I, I I'm. Qu- quietly hoping that it will uh, and loudly expecting that it's just going to be the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be interesting to go through. But, yes, I think uh, for the rest of this week, um, look, I'm just going to be practicing my Formula One because I need to get some points on the board. That wasn't your fault. That was an AI. <laughs> the AI literally... Uh, oh, for anyone interested, Fuzzy was going down the main straight. The AI pushed him into the wall and caused two tyres to explode past the pit straight and he had to retire. And we took a look at the race directory afterwards and the AI got no uh, penalties for pushing him into the wall. 
and uh, popping his tyres. So it the, was just, uh, it was an interesting. It's reason. wrong. I've complained to the FIA, and they've said, "Who is this? Uh, why are you emailing us?" And <laughs> I got very upset. Uh, there, needs but yes. an, there needs to be an FIA mode, I reckon, in these games <laughs> where a spectator can watch what's happening and then call out penalties. Yeah, that no, because that would be a good mode. I know what you'll be doing. Uh, <laughs> we can't no, 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 have like, any of that. If, if, if you want to have someone like fucking, you know, watch and go like, uh, the AI smacked into, you know, smacked into fuzzy, they can go, all right, the AI has a 10 second drive through penalty mm. or 10 second stop go or something like that. Like, because there, there, are, there are moments in, in this most recent F1 where the AI are suicidal and they're getting away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, well, check us out Tuesday night to 9 o'clock uh, on all of the channels because we've pretty much taken them over. Um, yes, that's uh, that's happening everywhere. Um, but until next week um, or next time we're here talking about video games and more, uh, I have been Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if somebody pushes you into a wall, it's always got to be fucking Alonzo. <laughs> and this is Judy reminding you that if some zombie's running at you, 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 you just you just got to... You just gotta, Shoot it, I guess. <laughs> shoot, it. shoot it! Shoot it around yeah. the face! Uh, this is Judy reminding you that there is no difference between the zombies in Left 4 Dead and Back for Blood except parasites and some weird tentacle thingies that they have. It's the same the- thing. It's the same thing. It's like Slither. It's a bit like Slither. Slither.